0: We are gathered here on a special occasion. Fifty years ago, Jay Adams published a book that he had no idea was going to take off like it did, but it turned the world upside down. And that is the book Competent to Counsel. And we are here to celebrate 50 years of Competent to Counsel continuously being in print i have gathered around me here a number of luminaries and we will introduce them uh, one by one as we have them speak Uh, but before we begin let's pause and ask god to bless our time together father we are grateful for uh, the occasion that we are here to recognize we are thankful first of all for your goodness and in giving us uh, Jay and Betty Jane Adams and for giving us the ministry that they've had. We wanna honor you first of all, and then thank you for your providing us your choice servants who have served us so well over these years. Uh, We wanna recognize what you have accomplished through this one book, and we just thank you for uh, what we believe you want to continue to accomplish through it in years to come. Bless our time together, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. I want to introduce Jay Adams to you. Jay Adams is uh, uh, probably well-known, which is why you are listening to this in the first place, because you know Jay. A number of people have contacted us and asked if they could be here as well, but because of the virus and all these things, uh, we have limited it just to the most important people we could find, So that's why they are here. Uh, First of all, I just want to share my own testimony uh, and thank Jay for what he has done in my life. Uh, Many years ago, as a young pastor in a church in Southern Iowa, uh, I quickly met with situations that I didn't know how to handle. Uh, I wasn't even there six months when one of my deacons uh, left his wife moved in with a woman that he'd met at work, and uh, I was lost. Everybody in the church was related to this guy. It turned the whole church upside down, and I didn't know what to do. And so I asked another pastor that I knew, what should I do? And he uh, sat back in his chair, and he said, boy, I just don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to help you. So happily, another pastor friend heard what I was going through, and he said, Don, have you ever read anything written by a guy named Jay Adams? And I said, well, I think I've got some of his books. And he said, well, that's not what I asked. (laughs) So I had to admit, no, I haven't read them. And so he urged me to read Competent Counsel, and I was amazed. I I was gobsmacked, I guess is the word. And uh, I wonder why didn't they teach me these things in seminary? Well, about that time, Jay was speaking at Calvary Bible College down in Kansas City, which was about an hour and a half from where I was pastoring. So I went down there to hear him. And uh, again, I was just amazed. Why? Where? where where's he been? So uh, during one of the sessions when there was another speaker speaking, by the way, who was, who was Martin Bobgins at the, uh, speaking at the other sessions, I got JSI. He doesn't remember this. He doesn't remember it. But uh, he gave me an hour of his time, and I went through what I was going through, and uh, he very patiently listened to me. Uh, And then when we got done, he just gently reminded me what the difference was between a shepherd and a hireling. Because I told him I was leaving, I was gonna go back and work for UPS because I didn't know what to do. And uh, that was a great encouragement to me as a young pastor. And so uh, I started reading Jay's stuff and and Jay just had a tremendous ministry to me, although I'd never met him other than that one time. he ministered to me, and as I meet people, I've met people over the years, my testimony is, has been played out again over and over and over again in countless pastors' lives. So uh, Jay, thank you. Thank you for that book, and uh, thank you for your ministry to me. It's been a great privilege now for the last 20 years, 20 years, to work with Jay uh, in, with the Institute for New Studies, Five years ago, uh, God in his goodness brought us together with Mid-America, and I've been a, a uh, employee of Mid-America Seminary for five years. I have the pen to prove it. <laughs> so uh, it, it, this has been a wonderful relationship, and you'll meet Dr. Spradlin uh, here in just a minute, who's the president of the seminary. Uh, I'm now going to turn the session over to Jay, his own self, and I've asked Jay to just recount for us how competent the council came into being. So Jay. Okay, thank you. Well, this is a book
1: that I intended never to write. Uh, I had no idea I was writing a book. I never wrote anything. And uh, I was asked to come and teach preaching at Westminster Seminary in, in uh, Pennsylvania. So I went down there to teach one day a week uh, I was a pastor of a church in North Georgia and I kept going down further. But then the man who was teaching the one course in counseling, and that's all there was at those times, he left. and So being the new kid on the block I got given the to class in counseling. Well, I didn't know how to counsel or anything about it. So I started reading everything I could get my hands on and it. it just wasn't much from a Christian viewpoint at all. There was Narrabore, but Narrabore's material, some of it was biblical, the next page was not biblical, the next page was something weird, and then the next page was biblical, and something else, so I couldn't give that to my students, but I wanted a text for my students. So I wrote something of a text and uh, kind of mimeographed it for my students. And you know how mimeograph is, when you run your finger out, you get a mess. Well, the cover of this was mimeographed and it was making a mess. So I I said, well, I want to give my students something like that. So I had a friend, Max Bells, who did a lot of printing for P&R. Presbyterian Reform Publishing Company. I handed it to him, I said, could you give me a, a cover for this? So it won't smear when the students pick it up. Well, he said, sure, I'll do that, but he didn't tell me, and he showed the book to PNR, Presbyterian Reform, and they said we want to publish it. So that was the reason that it got published up because I wanted to, or planned to, or had any idea that it would ever be published. I never published anything to speak of, and um, so that's how it got started. It was that simple.
0: Okay. Thank you. let me have oh. a The next voice you hear is that of Mike Spradlin mike spradlin is the president mid-america baptist theological seminary in memphis and he's my boss so he's a great guy <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have mike hold forth good good to have you here
2: uh, thank you don and this is mike spradlin from Mid America baptist theological seminary in memphis And Jay, I would like, Dr. Jay Adams, I'd like to say congratulations um, in two parts for you and for for Mrs. Adams. First, kind of a humanly speaking congratulations. Congratulations on a book that has been in publication for all of these many years. Uh, Humanly speaking, that is an incredible accomplishment. Um, yeah,
1: they probably didn't have anything else to place it. Well,
2: whatever. But it, it's an amazing thing because not only has the book stayed in publication, but the book has influenced so many other books. And it's the measuring standard for biblical counseling. And so to, to write a book out of a pastor's heart to help other people, and then that book is now what other things are compared to. Congratulations.
1: I'm the seminary's consent and interest and propagation of it all, I, I had no idea until you Bill uh, and Don put it together that way.
2: Well, the other thing I would like to say is more of a, a, a heavenly congratulations, and I'd like to say thank you for reminding people that the Bible is sufficient and it shouldn't it shouldn't have to be said that the word of god is effective and sufficient but you validated and empowered people to trust the bible to change lives and to and to fix problems and so your book in a sense gave so many pastors and lay people permission to rely on the Scripture and not to rely on a false or pseudoscience. So and so there's a heavenly congratulation. Amen. But thank you for affirming Scripture because what you did was you honored the Lord Jesus Christ. And so ultimately, I want to say um, on behalf of so many that would love to be here, thank you for honoring Jesus and His Word.
1: Thank you so much for coming.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Thank you, Dr. Spradlin. About two years ago, uh, Dr. Spradlin task, tasked me, it's a verb, um, with finding uh, the right guy to lead the biblical counseling program at Mid America. And at that time, I told him, well, the guy that I know ought to be doing it, we would never be able to talk into coming. That's what he said. But... but but I'm gonna ask him for names of other people. And so I did, and as I was talking to him, uh, I did mention, well, you know, maybe the Lord would have you come. And it took about two years, but finally, this year now, Dr. John Babbler is leading our counseling program at MidAmerica, and uh, we're glad to have John here.
3: And uh, John, the floor is yours. Thank you. It's good to be here and good to be at Mid-America, and uh, I want to echo the words of Dr. Spradlin, thankful for the book and and Dr. Adams, your ministry. I came at biblical counseling a little different than some. I was trained as an integrationist. I had a seminary degree and a state degree and was licensed. But before I became to know, well, the only thing I knew about Jay Adams was I was told, don't want to read that stuff. Um, But uh, before I came to read Competent to Counsel, God had begun working with me and showing me the importance of ministering scripture. And as I went back to Southwestern to do a PhD, I already had a burden for ministering God's word and I was already seeing the sufficiency of it before I came to know about New counseling. Council. As I read to Council, I was greatly encouraged. I'm not the only person who thinks this. you brought a
1: lot of students to our meetings too. Yes,
3: over the years, yes, absolutely. And I, uh, but, 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 Competent council and the manual and the other books were just very encouraging to me. They helped me flesh out what God was showing me in regards to sufficiency. Uh, They helped provide a curriculum because I soon had an opportunity uh, to become a faculty member at Southwestern Seminary. I designed, developed, and had approved the first biblical counseling class ever taught at a Southern Baptist Seminary. And uh, it was based on your work, foundationally. One of the great things that you did for me personally, though, was in the early 90s, as I became aware of NAC, National Association of Neuthetic Counselors, I was a, a Southern Baptist going to NANC conferences wondering if there was a place for a Southern Baptist in NAC conferences, right? Or in the National Association of Neuthetic Counselors. And you and Bill Good were the ones that most had most influence on convincing me that yes, there was a place for a Southern Baptist in the National Association of Authentic Counselors.
1: More Southern Baptists than anybody else, (laughs) so far.
3: And so uh, it was great to be kind of in that pioneering role in the early 90s, Uh, and then as I moved into academia, uh, almost getting fired for being too biblical at Southwestern. But um, I'll tell you, one of the things that you, another influence you had on me was, it had been hard because when I was teaching at Southwestern there was, at the same time I was there, there was a integrationist counseling program. And so there were two programs and there were significant debate discussion. I had to take a lot of stands for biblical counseling at that point. And at some point in time, I was offered a position at the master's college. And I remember con- considering that and thinking, well, wouldn't that be great? I could actually go somewhere where I was wanted. <laughs> uh, where, where they wanted me to teach, where they would embrace what I would teach. And I was pretty excited about that, not about California, but about the idea of, uh, of, uh, of going there. And I went to a NAC conference, and I came to you, and it was just the briefest of conversations. And I told you about that, and I figured you'd say, yes, go influence the world at the Master College. And you looked at me and said, not unless you have somebody to replace you at Southwestern. And I didn't, so I stayed. And because of that, God allowed me to develop and continue the program at Southwestern that put me in a position to come to Mid-America. Thankful for you uh, and uh, your friendship uh, as well as your academic influence. It's been a blessing.
1: Thank you so much, you're very kind.
0: Well, I'm gonna ask Jay, Dr. Babler begins his ministry with this academic year. and. Uh, Because he's just now beginning his ministry here and because of our love for Mid-America, I'm going to ask Jay if he would lead us in a word of prayer, asking God's blessing on Dr. Babler, on his ministry as he uh, organizes the program at Mid-America, and on Mid-America's biblical counseling program.
1: Oh, God, we thank you so much for the program here at Mid-America Seminary. You have worked in the lives of people in order to bring them to this place. And one in particular, Mr. Babler, we pray, Lord, that you'll bless him, give him wisdom, give him insight, give him the ability to help students right and left, that they may spread this message across the world, that Jesus Christ has the answer to men's problems. We pray, Lord, that you'll bless him, that you'll give his family uh, grace and mercy in moving to a new place and starting their lives over again. Be with them and help him, and help them to make a, a, an enjoyable ch- change as he begins to teach at america Lord, Bless the seminary as a result of his coming. We pray, Lord, that he may be a mighty force in spreading the truth that you have the answers to men's problems. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, as I prepared for our little meeting here today, I contacted two publishers the Council was first published by PNR Publishing, and uh, it was Jay's book that kept them in business at a time when they wondered if they were going to be able to stay in business. And uh, Bryce Craig wrote me a letter. Bryce Craig is the son of the founder, and he is the current president of PNR. And I have a letter from him that I'd like to read. I'm gonna give Jay a copy of the original that he could follow along with. And I'm gonna read this letter from Bryce Craig, President, PNR Publishing. Dear Jay, congratulations on reaching another milestone in your long life of serving and ministry. PNR's partnership with you started back in 1970 when P&R was fortunate to publish your book, Competent to Counsel, and a slew of other titles that seemed to just roll off your pen. It has been a long and interesting journey. I was just entering Western Seminary at the time, and my dad, Charles, was operating out of our home in New Jersey with a very few part-time staff members to help him. He had a part-time helper a few blocks away who would type up invoices and a few high school students whom he would pick up after school to help pack orders. Your titles helped P&R to grow, and soon after seminary, I came to work with my dad. Keeping up with your new releases was almost a full-time job in itself. We did our best to publish your books and get them to as many people who wanted them and needed them. I think we partnered with you on about 60 titles over those years, including your launch of the Journal of Pastoral Practice. I remember inviting you to the Christian Booksellers Convention in Anaheim, California back in 1981 to help promote your books. You would talk to people coming down the aisles and chat with them about your books anonymously until they realized they were talking to Jay himself. It was a great time and we took the most orders we have ever had at a convention. Yes, you were the spearhead of the biblical counseling movement and an inspiration to many. The things I read in your books always made sense and were right to the point. So we thank you for all that you have done for Christ Church these many years, and we will always be grateful for that early partnership as it paved the way for biblical counseling to become what it is today. In Christ, Bryce Craig. The next voice you hear is going to be that of Nathan Cole. Nathan has become a very dear friend in the couple years that I have gotten to know him. Nathan is the vice president of institutional advancement. Advancement. I think of him as the vice president of getting stuff done around here. And uh, he uh, has been instrumental. I I, I hope Nathan will tell you a little bit about this, but he is instrumental in getting uh, Mid-America's Uh, on the path to publishing Jay's books. So here is Nathan Cole.
4: Well, thank you, uh, Don, and thank you, Dr. Adams, for allowing me to be able to be here today. And uh, Mrs. Adams, I I wanna speak to you as I'm speaking here in the first of my couple of things I would like to say. Um, I'm fortunate to have a mother and father that celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary this year, and I have seen basically every trial that my father has gone through over the last 50 years of my mother being right by his side and being probably the most influential person in his ability to be able to handle those trials well and to honor God as he was doing it. And my, my, my father is known around town as a very godly man, but I have seen the influence of what a wonderful wife can be in that. And I wanna tell you thank you, because if, uh, if I summarized everything I was gonna say, I would say that significant things always meet significant resistance. And I know that over the years, there's no doubt, uh, the significant resistance that I've even heard about that Dr. Adams has faced, that you've been there as well. And one of the most fun things about my career at MidAmerica is when I came here to interview Jay about some specific things regarding the world of counseling and where it was going, and you were seated off to the side. But every now and then in those questions, you would interject, and you would say something, and just to hear the conviction in your voice of the stand that you were willing to take also alongside Dr. Adams was, was just wonderful. It was very encouraging to me and very motivating to me. So um, there's a lot of years of books, and I'm about to talk about those, that I know you're a big part of those and a huge influence for the Lord. And I know that both of you are thankful for how God has used your lives in order to honor himself, and, and I'm just so thankful for the way you've honored um All these works as well. So thank you, ma'am, for being a great part of that. And Dr. Adams, when I was here several years ago, when I first started with Mid-America, I'll summarize our conversation by this. You basically said, I'm thankful for the way God has chosen to use me, but it's gonna come to other men to take this forward. And I think that's why there's... Dale's here as being the leader of ACBC. You've got um, obviously the new leader of Mid-America's counseling program here. Don's been in the fight for a number of years alongside you and, and, and others who are going to speak. But um, I am thankful that as I came here to speak with you about it, at that time, we were talking about buying a publisher. We were talking about getting all of your titles back into print because at that time there were 50, maybe 75 titles that were either not in print or were difficult for people to get. And as we, um, I'm thankful that Dr. Spradlin uh, supported that effort for us to be able to purchase that publisher, purchase those uh, materials, purchase those copyrights and everything that were needed, um, publishing rights, everything that was needed to get that in order. Because as you know, Don has done a fantastic job of leading this effort over the last year and a half. And about once a month, if not twice a month, another book is becoming available for these people who are out there in the world that are needing guidance um, that we all know the world's not gonna tell them. And so it's, a, it's been a great part of my career. It's been a joy of my career to be able to um, help facilitate that from the business side. I do not have one ounce of, this, of the uh, biblical counseling knowledge that you and Don have, but I can help build the structural things there that will allow that knowledge to go forward. And now with Dr. Babler um, being a huge part of what we're doing, I'm very thankful to be able to be a part of that too. Um, So, on behalf of the business side, of all the publishing work that we're doing, on behalf of the relationships that we have with all of the other publishers that um, your works are working with, and on behalf of what we're doing for the legacy of what God's done through your life and where you would like to see this to go, I just want you to know that Mid-America is deeply committed and also deeply honored to be able to be a part of this in putting all of these works back into print, putting them in print in the right way with the right quality standards in place and with the right wholesalers and the right online technology so that they can be made available to anyone in the world. And nobody has to ask a question, where can I get a copy of that anymore? And so thank you for what you've allowed God to do through your life. Um, Thank you for honoring him. And it's not very often that someone gets to meet someone that they see how God's used their life and they've changed others. And all of these men around this room are people that I greatly respect. And I've watched their lives from a distance or I've researched them and tried to understand who they are and what they do. I'm just on the business side, but I have great respect for the men who are in the ministry and are in the fight because significant things meet significant resistance. And I know that's been the case for you, but I'm thankful um on behalf of all Christians that are lay people like myself that haven't been to business, haven't been to seminary, but may just be in business, uh, we need leaders around us that are rightly trained to lead us well. And you have put in place the standards for biblical counseling for these leaders for them to be able to lead us well. So thank you for honoring God, and I'm happy to be here today.
1: Thank you for your words, and thank the Lord; He's the one who's done anything. Yes,
0: sir. All right. Many years ago, a young college student at Liberty University convinced, for reasons I don't understand, but he convinced Heather Adams to marry him. And uh, that made him Jay Adams' son-in-law. And so I'm going to introduce to you Bill Slattery, uh, who would like to say a few things now.
5: Thank you, Don. Well, this is very personal. So I hope I can do it. Um, I first read Competent to Counsel when I was 18 years old. I was at the Word of Life Bible Institute, and uh, they required that as a textbook when you went into counseling at their camps. And so the summer of 82, uh, I was uh, reading that uh, book, Competent to Counsel. And in God's providence, it was the same summer that uh, Heather, who's now my wife, came uh, to Word of Life to, to be as a camper. She was there for four weeks. And that's when I first met her, and, and I made sure I was always reading his book, you know, that summer when she was walking by. <laughs> but anyway, that was, uh, that was the beginning, and uh, obviously I later married Heather. And, um, and then uh, had the opportunity to attend Westminster Seminary in California. And that was a neat experience, uh, being able to talk with my father-in-law about classes and issues that were raised in class. And I did counseling under George Scipione out there in California. And then uh, we all moved to uh, South Carolina and uh, to plant a church for the Associate Reformed Presbyterian denomination. And, uh, and now I grew up Baptist and, and so all this was, you know, just gradually, uh, I, it was all new to me. And, uh, but anyway, we came out here to start a church. And, um, and so I had the opportunity to work alongside with my father-in-law, Dr. Adams, uh, for five years in Simpsonville and uh, was able to learn by precept and example, just the ins and outs of ministry, both preaching and counseling. And uh, I was able to sit in some cases with him and then to watch him preach week after week. And also then when I would preach, just to be able to ask questions of passages and, and how best to, to preach a particular passage. And, uh, and then uh, five years after that, I came to Duncan, South Carolina, to plant another church in 25 years ago. A couple years later, Dr. Adams and his wife, Betty, uh, came to be part of our work. And uh, what a privilege to have them in the church um, as examples and as resources uh, the entire time. And so throughout the the 25 years, um, the Lord has allowed me to once again be able to learn about ministry, both preaching and counseling from Dr. Adams when I had uh, a a hard passage, when I had a hard case, when I had a disciplinary case. uh, He was always available to talk to, to receive counsel from, and, and the things that he gave me by way of counsel were always valuable and truly helpful. And I would not be, you know, here today without uh, him and his ministry, his personal love and care and always being available. And um, I'll be forever grateful.
0: Amen. Thank you, Bill. About a week ago, two weeks ago, I had a delightful conversation with Stan Gundry. Stan is the publisher, let's see, what does it say his titles are? Senior Vice President and Publisher of Zondervan uh, Publishers. Uh, It was uh, Dr. Gundry who had established a relationship with Jay and and in the mid-80s, Zondervan became the publisher of a number of Jay's books, including Competent to Counsel. We put our heads together between uh, Dr. Gundry and Stan Craig, tried to determine how many copies of Competent to Counsel were in print. And uh, we came to the conclusion, and, and some of this is an educated guess because the records weren't kept very well back in those days. But we came to the to our best conclusion was that there are now 375,000 copies of competent counsel in print. Uh, uh, Bryce Craig thinks it's closer to 400,000, but I'm being conservative. That does not include how many ebook copies have been sold, and it's almost impossible to determine that, but I, th- anyway, there's a lot of copies of Competent to Counsel uh, in print or in, in e-files and people's computers out there. And so Dr. Gundry also wrote a letter, and I'd, and I'd like to read that to you here, Jay. You can have a copy that you can follow along with. Dear Dr. Adams, what a privilege it is to send you warm greetings and congratulations on the 50th anniversary of the publication of Competent to Council. I well remember our conversations in early 1985 when you proposed that Zondervan Zondervan assume the primary responsibility for publishing your books. Later that year, the two of us began signing the contracts and shortly thereafter, the Zondervan editions began rolling off the presses. Thank you for entrusting so much of your publishing legacy to Zondervan. For me, The publication of books on biblical studies, theology, and the ministry disciplines is far more than a business deal. It is a stewardship that I and my colleagues are responsible for. It is what ultimately motivates us and makes it meaningful to go to work each day. Every time we have a business review, our CEO starts the meeting by reminding us of how many units of books and Bibles have been sent from our distribution center since the last review. This is his way of reminding us that in the final analysis it is not about profitability. It is about the lives impacted by the products we send out to our stores and to individual readers. In that spirit, I can document that we Zondervan have sold 455,771 copies of your books. Cumulative of print and digital—that's all of Jay's books that they published, not just competent counsel. However, the actual number is certainly more because in early 1992, due to a change in our accounting software, we lost the digital records of all books sold between so before 1992. Based on the average number of copies each sold since ni- 1992, a conservative estimate of, of all your books, Zonervin, has sold since 1986 would easily be over 550,000 copies. Of this number, approximately 150,000 would have been copies of competent to counsel. Just think of the lives impacted by all those books. Not just the individuals who purchased them, but those who borrow them or those who were helped by counselors who implemented the principles of newhetic counseling in their practice or pastors whose sermons were influenced by your writing. And of course, to the accounting of no, of those numbers I've given, one should add the books sold by P&R and by Baker. Jay, once again, congratulations on this auspicious occasion, and thank you for the privilege of participating in your writing ministry as publisher in Christ. Stan Gundry. Next, I want to introduce you to Dale Johnson. Uh, since the mo- I, I first met Dale and talked to him, I think it was after the conference, the NAT conference in Indianapolis. We went out afterwards. I really didn't know Dale. I never met him before. But uh, and, and frankly, nobody else had heard of him then either. But we went to what to Chipotle's or something like that, and we sat and talked to Dale for a I think it was a couple hours. And we, when we were done talking with Dale, Bill and I went back to the, the hotel we were staying at or wherever, and, and we looked at each other and said, this guy gets it. He's, he's one of us. <laughs> and then when I learned that, that Dale Johnson had been appointed to serve as executive director of, of what had become ACBC, I just had a time of quiet rejoicing. Uh, that uh, Dale was going to be leading ACBC. And uh, I have not been disappointed in the couple years since then. Dale has done a wonderful job, and we have every confidence that ACBC is in good hands. And we are glad Dale is here. And I'm going to turn the mic over to
6: him. Well, thank you so much, Don. It is a wonderful privilege to be in this room today with with all the men and, and ladies who are here Dr. Adams, to be here to honor you and to say thank you for your work, um, competent to counsel, but there's so many other words that the Lord uh, gave you as you were writing to be faithful, to encourage pastors. Such a blessing to be here to honor you for, uh, for your work and your faithfulness. I do want to say a word very briefly uh, of, um, of uh, hello from the ACBC board. Uh, all the gentlemen are excited about uh, today and us being able to honor you today. Uh, another brief word of hello from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City. Uh, and I'm so thankful to be here with the guys from Mid America. And Nathan, as you mentioned, the, the words uh, that you guys are keeping in print, um, Dr. Adams's work is a watershed uh, moment in the history of the church, I think, and in the history of biblical counseling. And so I'm grateful that you guys are. Uh, convicted to preserve that for faithful pastors moving forward. Another quick word I want to say is to Miss Betty Jane. I want to say thank you so much for your work, Miss Betty Jane, and uh, bearing the load for so many years. I know in my role now, uh, and, and seeing how my wife bears a quiet load uh, as I engage in ministry, and um, and I know it's significant, and it allows me the freedom to do some of the things that I do. And and Dr. Adams, I know that you would say the same, that, that your work was not possible without uh, the help of Miss Betty Jane throughout the years, and so so grateful for that. I do want to share a, just a brief word personally, uh, me being sort of the, the young man in the room, uh, as to, to how your work has demonstrated endurance through the years. A brief word of testimony about, about how uh, I was introduced to biblical counseling. I was a young man in college, went to college to play baseball. I wasn't really interested in studying, to be honest with you. Uh, I went to do business because that's what all my teammates were doing. And, um, and so uh, it was through the process of Dr. Pordelli's uh, economics class, I didn't do too well. And so I said, well, business is not for me. The Lord had been dealing with me, knowing that I needed to prepare for ministry. And uh, I went to a liberal arts uh, college. And so uh, as a part of my requirements, I had to take psychology. I grew up in a a Christian home, very solid in the scriptures, understanding the word. I came to faith at at a young age. and So I knew the Lord, very faithful, strong parents in the faith. And as I'm taking this course in psychology, I I did have a desire to help people. I wanted to understand them. I wanted to to do what I could to help people. Uh, And at that point, I didn't understand the distinction between biblical counseling and what else was going on in the world. Uh, It was just sort of expected that if you want to help people, this is where you go. But sitting in that class, learning from atheists about these secular theories and secular ideas, I had so many questions about, uh, about people, about God, that surely this is not what we're looking to for answers, but I couldn't articulate it as a 19-year-old man. I can recall uh, that my wife now, we were dating at the time, and uh, her mentor, also music teacher, um, was married to a pastor, and we were sitting in a Wendy's fast food restaurant one day, and I was sharing with him, and he could hear my lack of ability to articulate uh, what I was wrestling with. But he knew I was wrestling with this, all these theories of psychology, and, and surely, like this, this can't be really helpful to people because they're they're talking about a man that's totally different than the than the Bible talks about, and problems that are different the way the Bible describes it. And, and that was about the limit of my articulation. And he said, "I have something that you need to read." And I said, "Okay." And so. Um, he gave me actually first uh, the Christian Counselors Manual that you'd <laughs> written, and I devoured that. In fact, uh, the Lord used some of the words that you spoke in that book. You have a phrase in that book um, that says, "Counseling is ministry," and the Lord used that through His Word to um, to convince me that that ministry was the direction I was going to go. And and in those days, I would say too that I was nervous about. Pastoring, I wanted to sort of be behind the scenes and just counsel one-on-one with people. But the Lord used your works in so many different ways as you targeted pastors to say your job is to minister the word both privately and corporately. And the Lord used some of those words as encouragement to me to overcome even some of those fears that I had in ministering the word more corporately. And so uh, after I read Christian Counselor's Manual, he gave me Competent to counsel. And as a 19-year-old man, I'm devouring this book. And I'm saying, this guy understands the questions that I had. And he's putting into language the words that I needed to hear to articulate the difference and that the Bible has sufficient answers. And it was during those days that the Lord solidified in my heart that I wanted to to pursue a place um, that taught these types of things that that you'd been teaching. And so I want to say thank you personally, um, and I think generations to come, will benefit from the works that you have done as we continue to to, uh, be blessed by your conviction. And I want everybody to understand how significant. I just finished teaching a, a class this past week, Dr. Adams, and my first lecture in our intro class is Rediscovering Biblical Counseling. And I talk about the climate that you are entering into. And the climate was Totally secularized. the The climate was uh, men who were Christian by conviction, wanting to utilize all sorts of secular ideas. Uh, and the Lord gave you wisdom to see. And I'm so grateful that in your in your working through the scriptures that, that you were convicted to say that the Scripture sufficient, and that you were willing to write it down. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't taken well, but I'm so grateful that you were willing to do that, so that now we can sit around and, and talk about schools all over the US and even in other places of the world where now biblical counseling is taught, where we see ourselves returning back to the way the church once thought about ministering to people, uh, the sufficient word of God. And so I'm personally grateful, grateful to be here and want to say personally, congratulations on 50 years of publication, competent to counsel. Let
1: me thank you all for your kind words, but remember it's the Lord who did anything that's worthwhile,
0: not me. Amen. Well, Jay, uh, I have, I started talking to you about this day and about having these men come three or four months ago. But in my mind, I have been planning for this day about two years, knowing that it was coming. And about two years ago, I rounded up uh, a bunch of your friends. And uh, it was I got an education doing this, but it it took a while. But uh, we have together put together a a volume, a feshtrift, in your honor. And today it is my joy to present to you.
1: Oh, whole council.
0: It's a book entitled Whole Council. The Public and Private Ministry of the Word, water. Essays in Honor of J. Adams.
1: Well, thank you so very much. I don't deserve anything like this. The Lord's wonder deserves anything that, anything that's worthwhile. we well, got all kinds of people in you, here. You'll
0: recognize the names of... Of those yeah. people, as people you've known, uh, some of those, oh, a bunch
1: of them, yeah. some
0: of the authors are people who've never met you before, other than through your books.
1: What?
0: The, so, some of those people who've contributed are people who've never met you before. Yeah. But they've met you through your books, and they were grateful, and they were they were glad for the opportunity to contribute. So
1: I've met most of them, though.
0: So it's been a joy to work on that. It's it's been a two-year project for me. This is wonderful. I like this so much. You'll notice the name of Dave Swavely on the cover as well. He is the guy who's done a lot of editing. Well,
1: good.
0: Just because somebody's a good counselor and a good friend doesn't necessarily mean they're a good writer. And so uh, Dave Swavely has done a wonderful work of editing a number of these things, and uh, he is to be uh, recognized for all of his hard work. Yeah, well, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for being behind this and behind all the rest of it. And thank everyone of you for your kindness. We don't deserve this. This should be a time where we're sitting and praising the Lord. That's all we ought to be doing. Yep.
0: And, and, that, and that's been our goal. Well, I'm going to turn the mic over to Mike Spradlin to close us off with a word of prayer. And I'm going to do um,
2: uh, Dr. Adams' request and just take a few moments and praise the Lord Jesus uh, for what he has done through his word and for his work. Let's pray. Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Uh, thank you for this home, a place of hospitality. And I pray for Dr. and Mrs. Adams. And we thank you for not just their kindness, their humble heart, We also thank you for their love for you, Lord, their zeal for you, and for helping so many to love you biblically. So, Father, bless this house and bless this family. But, Lord, we say praise your name that you raise up servants to proclaim your truth. We praise your name that you bring glory to the Son. We praise your name that you remind your people through the generations and through the ages that we belong to you, your word is sufficient, and we are your servants and your children. Father, we pray that your word, your truth, and your power would be manifested and made known throughout all the earth, that other peoples can know the name of Jesus, and they can sing hymns with joy, and they can read the Bible with understanding. And so, Father, thank you for raising up in this time a reminder that your word is powerful. It is the sword of the Spirit, and we pray that you would continue to use it among the people that call you Father. Bless them today, Lord. Bless us today and help us to carry on the legacy and the work that you have done. And we pray this in the sweet and the powerful and the blood-bought name of Jesus. Amen
1: thank you all so very much and it's a great pleasure to have you here i don't deserve any of it and uh, the lord is the one who deserves it all just as you prayed and father we the father uh, he,
0: i just don't know what to say i'm <laughs> bowled over we, we have rendered He's jay on. adams speechless <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you but so not, much.
1: Not, I can write still. <laughs> you can still write.